Oh, look at that! Seven minutes early! We got a whole lot of pre-show to get through now, boys. Oh, yeah. I guess I can, uh... Fuck it, it'll be on air, who cares. Um... Run you guys through some of the topics. Ah! My ass is still hurt, just in case you guys were curious. Hmm? Why does your ass hurt? Uh, because I fell in a bathtub. Okay. And in the dark. And a... And a toilet. Room. Is that the new place? No, this no. was at a hotel in San Francisco. Oh, so oh, they know the layout, you know. Yeah. New, different layout. Yeah, very confusing. I also well. drank several scorpion bowls pretty much by myself. I was a hero. Uh, I don't know if anyone knows that. I should save this for the podcast. Is that what that photo's from, from Instagram? That was your GDC? Yeah. Sorry. Near GDC? You are correct, Adam. That is, yeah, that is GDC adjacent. Okay. Uh, mute that. There we go. Hey. All right. Uh, and... Uh, Settle down. That means that Man. sound is on. Okay, good. Good. Yes. So, uh, Rooster Teeth threw a uh, mixer at GDC. It was at a uh, a tiki bar, which uh, is already bad news for me. And then um, somebody made the mistake of mentioning that Rooster Teeth had trouble hitting its, its bar minimum. So, like the hero I am, uh, I decided to do everything I could to help. So, you're paying for drinks? Of course not. No, 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 no. Is this I, just you telling a story while people can see Knuckles? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like I said, I'm a hero, Adam. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, ordered a couple scorpion bowls. And for some reason, me four drinks in is not, I guess people just didn't want to hang around me. So I was just there alone. Knocking that stuff back. All the coconut water. So normally you find a bartender to talk to or some sort of stranger. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no. there was there was a koi pond, so I was mostly conversing with the fish. Yeah. Okay. Scorpion to pariah. <laughs> I love that word. It describes me. What is it in a scorpion bowl? I've never had one. Uh, oh. It's a generic term for a giant jug. Of okay. Like it's meant to be split between two <laughs> or four right people. Yeah. <laughs> you had me at giant jug. I've been to a tiki bar before, and they have things like a zombie or yeah. I didn't know if the, maybe I thought maybe it's different. It's like uh, sushi rolls. Oh. Uh, Rainbow roll might be different one place and another. Oh, uh, yeah. Scorpion bowls are like a classification of a drink. It just yeah. basically means it's going to fuck you up. Yeah. Is what I'm getting. Here, let me, uh, hey, uh, hey, everybody, welcome. Hold on, let me, uh, let me, for illustrative purposes. I imagine it has scorpions in it. <laughs> Am I the only one? I think the idea is that it's so much alcohol that it poisons you as like though you scorpion. were just right. drinking with a scorpion. Well, that one's on fire. Yeah, typically there's a little bowl in the middle that you set on fire okay. uh, that you pour higher proof alcohol into. Another thing that is common is, uh, well, this one doesn't quite have it, but sometimes there are divots on the sides. And then there will be like cinnamon in those that you can pinch and throw into the fire in the middle and it makes it kind of spark. I know it says Clifton's, but I thought it said clitoris. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I want to drink at that bar. I want to uh, drink the clit. Isn't that yeah. Clifton's Republic from downtown LA? Probably. Maybe, yeah. Let's they check got, it got, out. I think it's featured in LA Noir. Uh, maybe. We drove by it, I think. I. Yeah. Oh, LA, you're doing this thing. You got click scammed. I'm. Oh, I have a gotcha. subscription to LA Times, but mm -hmm. every newspaper. Sure you do. Is the. <laughs> <laughs> you caught me trying to brag about my <laughs> online newspaper subscriptions. You Damn know, it, at least. The best thing about like tiki drinks and tiki there it bars is. is that there's already an aspect of having. The, the origins of such culture are the best places in the world, mm -hmm. right? The lifestyle, oh. the beach bum yeah. lifestyle, the right? Lifestyle. Your Tahiti's, your Hawaii's. All these things. But then it just so happens that it was also on the, the traveling, the merchant ship lines, which would also transport alcohol. 
So then they ended up dumping a bunch of alcohol on these islands too. And so now people are living the best life and getting trashed. Yeah. Amazing. What all, what an existence. I was waiting for the other shoe to drop. All right, mm-hmm. Sorry, the other flip-flop to fall. Uh-huh. <laughs> you can't because it gets stuck between your big toe and Man. your smaller toe. Yeah. That chick is partying. She's dead. The other, the other aspect of tiki drinks is that they kind of took off in the American 50s and 60s when our, our weird xenophobia was starting to taper off. So people mm-hmm. like Bond movies were showing America the world and people weren't terrified. Part of that was uh, tiki culture made its way into America in the form of uh, alcohol. And, and because like a good 50s drink, it is mixed in such a way that it has the maximum amount of booze with just enough of anything else to make it so you can drink it yeah. very quickly. God bless America. Mm. See, this is why we need a strong middle class. Because <laughs> shit like this comes out of it. And then we rise up. And we rise up. Fight the Tahitians. <laughs> yeah, we take back this is nothing. all that they've stolen from mm-hmm. us. No, I think it's we're stealing from them. No. So if they had, if they had like... <laughs> rich in scorpions. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's say that we are rising up. The, the middle class we rises to, ta- to consume the, the rich. Mm-hmm. But along the way, there was a folding table with scorpion bowls on it. Mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't make it to the march, I'm going to be honest. Uh, that's the opiate of my particular mass. That's like every person of the world there. Drinking together, yeah. as we were meant to. A rainbow. Let's all get drunk together and say things we'll regret later, but it's okay. Well, no East Asians, though. Regret nothing. Hey, welcome to a grog-soaked bowl of dude soup, scorpion bowl of dude soup. Hmm. See, it's related. Grog is also a cocktail drink, or can be. I get that. Tiki drink. Jesus Christ, I'm already fucking it up. I'm your host, Lawrence uh, Sontag, here to introduce my expert panelists who will be discussing today's events. First of all, I'm joined by pirate enthusiast Elise Willems. Thanks for having me, Lawrence. Uh, oh, pirates. Yes, there we go. Uh, the not-to-be-upstaged pirate slur expert, Adam Kovic. Uh, I am the captain now. That was it. That was it. Mm. <laughs> and finally, uh, the the one who will not be upstaged, we're going to call him our bulldog. I'm assigning roles already. Uh, he's going to take rare down a peg. The uh, the game hawk James Willems. Thanks, Lawrence. What? what did you, you do? Stole my thing. You did that too. You're just, you're the swabby. <sighs> Dang it! I'm kind of like pro. You know, for the longest time, I like an idiot. I don't know why. I'm admitting that I'm stupid. Mm-hmm. For the longest time, I thought that the skipper was was not the captain. I thought the skipper was like a below captain. Was below position? captain for mm-hmm. whatever reason, and I thought for that Gilligan. Was, was the, the captain? captain? No. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, man, as stupid as Gilligan must be, Skipper must be dumber. But what what con- what that, contextually made you think that? Well, because they got lost yeah. on a three hour tour. So I was like, oh, must be stupid. Mm-hmm. Right? So I was like, oh, Gilligan could screw that up. And okay. then I also thought the comedic uh dichotomy of having the one below be like, come on, get like, come on, like the captain being the dumb one, and then the people around always like the people with less authority being smarter. Mm-hmm. I thought that that was the hierarchy there. And then it wasn't until I stopped being stupid that I realized that that was not the case. But I think I think my version holds weight. No, I'm embarrassed to be your friend. <laughs> I always thought the three-hour tour thing was just making us a, a situational, circumstantial comedy thing. Like, oh, they were on a, a three-hour tour. It's a lot. Yeah. They're on Catalina Island. Yeah, it's, it's a... a I, see, I got really into the lore. You well, know, this I, is Gilligan's Island. I also Island, thought Gilligan's Island. I also thought potentially there was a storm, and that's how they got lost. There was a storm. Tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's in yeah. the it's in the intro. A three-hour tour. Yeah, it's a garbage show. I haven't encountered any storms in Sea of Thieves. Though. I'm just looking at videos of. I've seen them from afar. They got the the skull. Yeah, I went through. Yeah. We went through a fucking crazy storm the other night. 
Bruce, Jacob, John, and I were like, I was below deck fixing holes. Were you in the brig? No, I was not in the brig. All right. I was a valuable member of my crew, except that you go out on that ocean and you're going to get hit by lightning bolts like crazy. What are we talking about today, Lawrence? Yeah, thank you. Uh, (laughs) So that was almost a perfect segue, except I have to remind everybody this podcast has sponsors. Two of them, in fact, Blue Apron and Movement. Uh, Blue Apron is treating all of our listeners to $30 off their first orders at blueapron.com slash soup. And uh, you can get 15% off your order with free shipping and free returns at movement.com slash dude soup. We'll hear a more extended ad read later. Call it mid-roll in the biz. But yes, first, A Sea of Thieves. One of, uh, I guess, one of two very large releases in the past week. But it's released to an interesting uh, climate. Kind of reminds me of the first Destiny a bit. Mm. Where but would you say it's been hyped? Nah, well, it's been hyped to the extent it's it's you know microsoft's only exclusive and it, so, it was announced like what 2014 gosh, a long time ago it was an right. e3 in 2014 or i want to say 2014 let's 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 punch up the old wikipedia I, here it's weird so, now there's so many games so it's hard to say what's hyped and what's not hyped mm-hmm. because i didn't realize far cry was coming out <laughs> but i'm sure they've spent i'm sure their marketing team which has spent 50 million dollars or whatever on it is probably really sad yeah. to hear me say that 2015 wow yeah. so it, three that's well that's a little high i guess in today's ecosystem right for a normal triple a makes sense or, but for yeah. sea of thieves and and i feel like the destiny parallel is very common where this game has been in development forever mm-hmm. been hearing about it off and on because as previously mentioned microsoft doesn't have a whole lot else to really pump up and then it hits and it's it's like well there is there is a framework here but there's not a whole lot of like man-made no. content, really. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's it's left a lot of people confused, I think, much in the same way Destiny did. Or there, it's it's odd when a game doesn't make it clear to you what the point of playing it's supposed to be, which is weird because the point of playing a game is supposed to be fun. Yeah. But people expect, I guess, have been trained to have a game grab you by um, the head and drag you through its yeah, own content. Yeah, some some main objective or something. Yeah. I, I was just asking the hype thing because I never felt like I was promised anything. Hmm. Uh, all I remember, but also I haven't been following it closely. Mm-hmm. All I remember is the press conference where they came out and they showed the game. And I went, okay, I get it. It's a pirate ship. It looked like a cheap kind of like arcade game or something uh, that just looks gorgeous. And it looked like someone had played Black Flag. Yeah. It was like, maybe you could do that with other people. Yeah. Exactly. Well, maybe we run in different circles because I was feeling a lot of hype around this game <laughs> for quite some time. And what's interesting to me is that the game hasn't really. It's been in development for three years. It hasn't really changed much right. visually. So, so what it, was it all tech they were working on? I guess I haven't rewatched this trailer that. forever. I'm very curious to see what it looks like and like yeah. what it portrays the game at. Yeah, as, so. because all I remember is being fired out of tanks mm-hmm. and kind of running around on islands with your friends and carrying treasure yeah. chests, which is kind of everything in the game. Right. It seems a little bit different than the No Man's Sky scenario. Yeah. Where like you couldn't turn around without the developers talking about or how amazing and groundbreaking this game is going to be. Some but, groundbreaking feature that you yeah. wouldn't have seen otherwise. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think there there was there was always the promise with Sea of Thieves of like, look what you'll be able to do when you get to port. Mm-hmm. You you you're seeing what you're happening at sea. Wait till you get to the port towns and you see what's happening there. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's paid off. I think also just. We were all a little bit enamored by Rare having the history it has, and we were a little bit rallying behind Rare to have a success. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good. That's a good angle. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, this, I mean, visually, this, this as <coughs> this 
Well, I don't know why it there's another person. Like this. The only problem there is it showed five. Yeah, there's there, you're yeah. in four man crews. Yeah, is is already not accurate. Well, we we One, played two, the three, when we played four, the beta, five. and you couldn't like create a character, and there was just like very little to do. I there were, I was of two minds. I was like, can't do that. We can't what? You can't open chests. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you grab oh, them you and bring them, them back. Yeah. You can't oh, do that. This is yeah, not you can. Thing. You can make people walk the plank. I, it, there's I mean, no it's, way to enforce it. Yeah, you just somebody has to play it's, along. Yeah. Role playing. Yeah. What are you gonna say, Adam? That oh no, I was, gonna say, I, was of, I was of two minds of like, oh, they're they're holding content back because they want you to play it, or oh crap, this is all the game is. Hmm. And I get sadly is the latter, right? Like I, I've, you guys have been playing it way more than me. I played like a little bit of, I guess what you can call the single player. The thing that or I just play by myself. So yeah, we're watching the 2015 <laughs> announced trailer, and and it does sort of imply a lot of gameplay that's not really there. Yeah, I don't know. The biggest things I think that are that are not accurate are the slow land-based exploration sequences. Mm. It sort of says that oh, like if you if you go to a land or an island, there will be little things there that are interesting to look at or find. Mm. And that hasn't been the case for me. There are there are some missions where they'll tell you to go to an island, but they won't. It won't be marked with an X. Yeah, it'll say find this thing like oh he sits upon his throne you see and five steps away is where you'll dig or whatever like <laughs> it'll be it'll be something like that and then you'll have to go around the island and figure stuff out you know so i mean number one anytime you see a game that someone's playing where the person controlling it is walking Mm-hmm. And doing that, you're okay. That's yeah, not, not you're sprinting gonna directly. You're gonna be to what clicking they're in do. on the stick, wanting to go mm-hmm. faster. Right. Up, down, left, right. Um, I should also say that I was given a code. Yes, that's right. Oh, yes. uh, yeah, Microsoft we were... sent us codes. Yeah. Hashtag disclosure to play that. the game. So we did not spend a single dime on it. Um, that being said, I'm having a great time, mm-hmm. knowing that I didn't spend a penny on it. Um, I think this is part of a bigger discussion, which keeps coming around again and again. When people talk about uh, DLC or seasons pa- season passes or Early anything access. or like things like that, we're constantly in a state of game devs trying to figure out how to offset how expensive it is to make mm-hmm. video games these mm-hmm. days, and, and to continue to support them over a long mm-hmm. period of time too. Yeah, because people want to would ideally like to have job security. Sure, you know, and so it's easier to create, like you said, a service that goes on for a long yeah. time as opposed to ship a game break off the dev team or try and get another one going. And a player base wants a game that they can be playing for a year out, yeah. you know, especially if they're spending full yeah. price on it. Didn't they just announce like they were doing one update and it pissed everyone off? Yeah, yes. the death tax. Yeah, it was the death. Yeah, that was really So, that, so can... that's not going well. Well, they, 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 they reversed it. it. Yeah. Well, no, I'm saying though, it's like. Oh no, they, yeah, but they, they said that they didn't communicate it well enough. Okay, I'm just but saying when, some... when the business model is, I, I watched the, the Kroby Cat video or whatever, hmm. where he's a, uh, there's the guy saying like this game could be different ten years from now, which is like a little scary. Mm-hmm. Which means like oh, okay, it's this is kind of a destiny situation maybe. Which um, Death- Destiny's ten year plan didn't didn't I mean actually come to fruition? Yeah, I mean even that I, I don't know. I just I I just want someone to tell me like we're gonna add base building. We're gonna you're, you can raise a family like yeah. just oh, say these things instead of like but they can't though we, we have plans. What if yeah. those plans fall through? Like that's, you can, no, you, yeah. you can oh. never promise anything before yeah. it's real yeah. and working. What if you yeah. promise opening the chests and then, then you cannot? The alas, cannot open chests. I, I, maybe they didn't promise. Maybe they alluded. <laughs> For, that's yeah. what that's yeah. what they do now. It's yeah. like game developers are like politicians, mm-hmm. where they're like I'm. Well, maybe not politicians anymore, but what politicians used to be, um, where they would not specifically say something that could be contradicted later. Mm-hmm. They would just 
they would vaguely say, well, I will speak with my constituents yeah, whatever you in the hopes from that. of this, that, or the other thing. And hope the idea being that those who are not, not critical or whatever, not cynical, will go, right. I take that as a yes. And right. other people will not be able to hold them accountable. They, they, we, they say, we hope we can hit the target mm-hmm. render. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think um, like for me with a game like this too is I don't play a lot of multiplayer games. So for me, the most interesting events that could come out of this game would be that I encounter something that then triggers an NPC reaction. And so, so for example, if I were to hit a storm, mm-hmm. then trigger some event that's happening with NPCs in the game, not necessarily relying on me finding like other crews to fight mm-hmm. or something like that. I, I could not imagine doing matchmaking in this. Well, I it does auto matchmaking. It. What? Doesn't it automatically matchmake you? Well, you can solo. But yeah, but you're still in a game where it will matchmake you with other people. Well, but on other ships. Right. But you're not reliant on them to get anywhere I or see do what anything. You mean. Like the the idea of but just it is being like, oh, I'm going to play alone, but I want to be on a, a four-man ship mm-hmm. so that way I can do something else. Like, no th- like I would rather kill myself than <laughs> do that. It's mm-hmm. way more peaceful for me to just log into the game and then just play alone sail alone there's sure like until you get you know ganged up by four dudes on one boat <laughs> well and you're just like well i just want to play the game and, and they can't do anything with you other than kill you so adam that's a really good point because that that is the game it's right. it's called sea yeah. of thieves you're going thieves. out there to interact with yeah but other I, players. I had nothing and to give them <laughs> but i get, I get to find my you. first island and it i was already like being invaded you and james are have played solo both of you and you're both having like very different mm-hmm. experiences and reactions to it yeah um, it, well because i haven't been assaulted at all you like, guys should play on a sloop together the two of you I, yeah i yeah. I've, I've haven't had time to yeah. like coordinate with you guys i've it's, always been just busy doing shit but well, like, i want to play as soon as i started playing it's i was like popular this feels like this feels like a mobile game Mm, kind of like the, how the mobile games are like log in every day mm-hmm. and just do a little bit and do a little bit and do a little yeah. bit and but like there's certain games I felt the same way about Destiny 2 as well it was like log in every day on every sure. every Friday through Sunday there's going to be a guy check in on, over the weekend and sure. there's going to be a guy who you can buy stuff from this doesn't have that much but I guarantee you they're going to develop it that way also I'm reading there's a comment on our new live Chat on Rooster Teeth. Yeah, I'm reading the chat. Uh, what is it? Honky Sancho over there or whatever? Oh, Honky Satchmo. Yeah, yeah, he's misquoting me saying, uh, just promise and give me a bunch this, of stuff. I don't oh. know. Another one above that. Uh, not what I said, but like the, <laughs> the point, I wish, I wish this game was a bit more transparent instead of trying to sell it like it's a AAA game. It looks like one. Hmm. I would have been okay with Microsoft just saying, we're putting an early access game out there. Um, yeah. Like well, not promising anything, just saying... Just, just basically pulling it back a little bit. Like these are things we want to try. We can't promise we're going to make it, but like, look at look at what we've created. We want to we want to at least tell you our dreams and passions. We're going to try to hit them, but we're not going to promise you anything. We're going to try to work like with what we have, and we want to take suggestions from you guys. So if they came out with that instead of like here it is, and then they're quiet. It just looks bad. Would you think like do full price sixty dollars, but with the uh, with the um, language accompanying language that it is early access, or do you think a free early access um, window release, and then once the game is ready for full release, then then do a paid? Well, and I mean, there's there's one other angle if I may chip it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this game is also part of Game Pass. So 
that's also what kind of muddies the value proposition. Mm-hmm. As a $60 game, yeah, this is pretty underwhelming. But when you consider that it is available day and date with Game Pass, a subscription thing that is... Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it, 10 bucks a month? Yeah, I was just about to look it up. Let's see here. Which I, I would wager that somewhere there was a board meeting where Microsoft said, people are going to be pissed <laughs> if we charge $60 for this game. So $10 a month, free for 14 days. So essentially, mm. there is a free trial for CFCs, provided you haven't used it yet. Or sure. you can buy one month of Game Pass, play the game, and not renew it. Yeah. So this game essentially costs $10. I just really feel like they're, like someone must have had a board meeting call where they said, this is a prime candidate for Game Pass. Yeah, because people can't get upset with us because uh, yeah. because we're letting them try it for yeah. a price and it gets people into Microsoft's you know, ecosystem. Hopefully, they forget about it. It just hits their credit I just card. I don't every think month. that's how consumers view it. Not yet. Yeah. Maybe. Well, I mean, that's it, how it, people view Netflix. You don't. You don't. You're not mad at one movie that comes out on Netflix because there's so many other ones, mm-hmm. right? And if one doesn't hit, you're like, well, fuck it, whatever. I'll just watch The Office again. Mm-hmm. I think that's the rationale they're trying to get video game players to adopt is to mm-hmm. have a subscription service and then all the games or value adds none none singularly have to carry their own weight yeah and then mm-hmm. you you can appreciate it for the what you've paid contextually into that game pass mm-hmm. so or in the context of being in that bundle i guess steam's been doing it for years and people are very forgiving mm-hmm. of insanely broken games that cost full price i mean you have to consider that people are looking at stuff like pubg like mm-hmm. pubg and arc and a ton of games, a ton of games that are unfinished, but are basically people are charging, have been paying for, for, I don't know, two years or something, you know, like PUBG is, is a great game at what it is supposed to be. That small Mm -hmm. type of game that it is very specific. But if you think about it in terms of content, there's not, a ton there like I mean even games that I love like Overwatch mm-hmm. like if you think about it in terms of content it's just a stellar sh- well, stellar team based shooter but that's there's well, no single player campaign yeah. there's no like Lawrence has a little note there in his notes is it okay to lean on multiplayer I think that's exactly like what you're getting at is depends the, how good the multiplayer is yeah, yeah. yeah. is that yeah. like would you say Overwatch is an, an outstanding multiplayer experience I would say it's best in class like mm-hmm. it's at least at the top of its class the only problem is Sea of Thieves is doesn't you don't have anything to really compare it to to say like Black oh Wake. this is I guess it does have Black Wake that's a good point um, or skull and crossbones, which I would say this looks better and plays better than when I played Black yeah. Wake. Sure, but I still don't know if it's that good that you can justify it. <laughs> yeah. Also, I have a feeling that they're going to be like, "All right, we're adding Sea of Thieves DLC. It's the Forbidden Islands DLC. Better be free. And they're probably going to charge for it when it should be free. You know, yeah. that's they, yeah. It's well, so it's so weird because provided that provided that you apply the Netflix model to Sea of Thieves. Then it's then it's not so much like we're going to charge a la carte for this DLC. It's more like, hey, here's season two. Here's mm-hmm. a new here's a new pack of islands, and it's available right now to all Game Pass subscribers. Yeah. And then Microsoft will funny, funnel money into that based on the subscriber spike they see when those content packs come out. I don't know what that was. I've never seen that before. <sighs> yeah. Disappear. This is 2017. I haven't been fired out of a cannon yet. I have. <laughs> we did, it, we did it once in a video. It was oh, yeah, fun. yeah. <laughs> we we uh, totally that missed. That video hasn't come out yet. Has you it? always snap your ankle when you hit the ground. <laughs> um, Just shove a banana in it. I fine. think it'd be interesting because we are playing this on PC, mm. you know, through the Xbox app. It would be interesting if when you tried to buy the game digitally, it's, it get, had a message that popped up and said, hey, we noticed you don't have Game Pass. 
Do you want to play Sea of Thieves free for 14 days? Sign up for Game Pass now. Mm-hmm. Um, if you already are a member, go, hey, like if it reminded you like five or six times, sure. so I think it's about educating the consumer. Benson like, just dropped a bomb. That there's basically a way Did to fart? try this game for there's, super free. There's a bit of a dog smell circulating. Oh, sorry, that's probably... That's, that's okay, me. Benny. It might be the dog. <laughs> Um, does, I don't know. Oh, it smells like fish. Xbox? Do they do they have a return policy yet where you can a return a game? We can return I don't a game. think so. Like Sony, PlayStation has a re- return option now, right? I only know of Steam's. I know Steam's because um, I've, I've used it. Um, I think people are in various processes of trying to sue to get to get them to adopt return policies. Yeah, because I I feel like PlayStation was there was like a hint of one or it, it, I don't know. Just because I feel like. That option sometimes can soften, you know. Well, the buyers are more. Buyers are more. So there's you have streams, that There's there's free trials for Game Pass. It, it I think it's it's like a hundred percent okay to buy something and be disappointed with what you thought the potential or the experience was going to be. Yeah. But with all of the tools available to everyone to see the real, mm-hmm. the real quality of a product now. Never done that. Does that hasn't happened yet? I don't know. Oh. Yeah, spoilers. I, I could I could see if the messaging was uh, play the game for free um, or pay you know, and, and pay monthly, you know, ten dollars or whatever, and play it all you want. One inch deep says you can return for credit okay. on PlayStation. Oh, I Thanks. See. That's why I'm like I'm like I feel like they introduced something recently. Sorry, Adam. Oh no, saying? no worries. Uh, but I I could see checking this game out for ten bucks and going, oh okay, cool, and then like I'll be back in a year, mm-hmm. um, and then let everyone like the Subnautica type you know fans <laughs> were like. They'll play the game every update, and they'll and they'll you know mm-hmm. they'll uh, hear and cheer and jeer when it's good and bad and mediocre, and they'll let everyone know. And then you'll it's like Astroneer. We stepped away from it for a while, and Bruce is the only one who's still like updating, and he's like, "It's way better now." So we're like, "Cool, I'm I'm okay stepping away from a game for a long time, and then picking something up like Far Cry for you know a few weeks, and just do something that's finished, mm. you know, and then." And then coming back and checking in on it. I'm okay with that. I think that's fine. Uh, as long as you're not charging full price yeah. for it. Well, Destiny has their, like, fast update that's happening. What is that? Uh, maybe you can look it up, Lawrence. It's, like, sure. this move fast. I think I I didn't, honestly didn't look into it. Just, like, caught headlines oh, and was like, like, ooh. Like a quick level up thing? Yeah, I was like, yeah. well, Go deadlier fast and update. faster, yeah. Wait, it's already a pretty fast game i yeah, know go faster and it's all it's already pretty mindless too um, you run forward and you shoot everything in the head i don't understand how you but sometimes you use a power that's true so whenever your cooldowns cool are usable faster recruitable respawns more accessible power ammo quicker ability cooldowns and upgraded guns okay and I, I was actually thinking like i may turn on destiny just to like look at what this mm. is mm. but mm. i haven't played it since december yeah, yeah. yeah. i don't know there's uh. there's a lot of different games do the treadmill in various different ways I always thought that the Diablo 3, oh, get out of here, cookie notification. God! Do you want to eat cookies? No, I want that banner at the bottom of the screen to go away. There we go. You wish. Because I clicked the playhead. Anyway, I. It, it's weird because when you, when you put treadmills in a game, then people assume that the point of the game is to run the treadmill. And with Destiny, it was like, yeah, you can play the single player content. Why are you still doing it after you've beaten the raid? Like, well, I have to get the bigger number. That doesn't do anything. Ostensibly, the goal is to either uh, do the raid again on a harder difficulty because that's a new experience, or play Crucible, or bring in a friend and help them do it so you get to experience it through yeah, their eyes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I, I feel like similar mentalities apply to Sea of Thieves, where the goal is to just go out and have adventures with people you know or meet new people. You're you're trying to find that new emergent experience, 
but they also put treadmills in the game, like those little experience meters with every NPC. So it's weird mixed messaging to people about why they should play. You level up in Sea of Thieves? You level up your mission classes, which then unlock Like new maps and stuff, It'll unlock the odds of you getting more valuable missions as as an option. Okay. Kill things faster. So and then and then it also like each time you hit like a five level Jesus. thing, I, I get, it, like it's like oh now you can buy two special items to show that you got that far. Okay, That's, so it's just I, I'll, Dynasty Warriors. I'll preface this so that everyone uh, understands and they're totally clear. I'm not a game developer, uh, but when I picked up the game and I went to the single player, I was a little disappointed that I didn't. In, this is very basic bitch stuff, but wait, which game, real quick? Yeah, sea of Thieves. Okay. Sorry, sorry, Sea of Thieves. I was disappointed that you didn't start out in a rowboat, and they didn't make me earn my boat. Mm. I didn't like that. They just threw everything at yeah, you. It dumps you into that game. I, I, I could have been happy with something if like you were in a, a prison or you like you're in a you're in the brig and you break out, and then like you escape and you're on an island and then you have to build like a Destiny. boat. Just something, anything to yeah. to like. Mm-hmm. To, this is. I'm like, just throwing this out there for any game developers listening. Not that I know what the fuck I'm talking about, <laughs> but typically games are better. Movies, books, anything is if you give someone a slice of what the world is and then you slowly open it up little by little and you feel like you're progressing and the world's getting bigger as your ability to traverse and fight things is becoming like better and better. Like there, there's just that sense of progression. This game, they just like, pardon the pun, they throw you in the deep end. Like yeah. that's it. <laughs> And you're done. Well, like, okay. So here's uh, I, I totally understand. Uh, I totally agree, actually. But in terms of counterpoints, there are, I feel like Sea of Thieves is trying to be a different kind of game where it doesn't provide a narrative arc for you. It's something more like like Mario or Tetris, where it's like here is the game. Go and play it, all of it, right now. Or like Minecraft. I mean, even though actually Minecraft does have a, a progression element to it, but it is it is very much like we're going to expose all of the mechanics to you right now. And those mechanics should yield an interesting experience. I, I, I mean, I get both of it, and I, I, I still think it's a decision that they made that they were like, PUBG just released kind of a game that was just like its thing, so let's see if we can get away with that too. Mm-hmm. Um, but to Adam's point, I play video games every single day of my life, <laughs> and when Elise and I started, I had to open up in a second window and Google how to play Sea of Thieves. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And I played the beta and everything, but I was like, it's not fresh. It's like, there's a boat, and it, but it was a sloop, which normally I'd only, in the beta, I'd only played on the galleon. And then I had to Google where the thing was that you even pitch a mid, like, there are certain just things. That's a good point. That were like. There's no real to, tutorial yeah. aspect. You don't need yeah. to tell me to crouch and go under yeah. the thing or sure. sprint or sure. jump. But there's certain things like just, uh, just like markers or something to is, indicate yeah. where to go first. Is or, that mine? Can you sure. give me one quest that just like I'll take the quest and it goes here's the yeah. quest to set up quests. I think like what Lauren, I get where Lawrence is coming from. Lawrence is saying like this is like a sandbox almost mm-hmm. of like figure it out and and sure. make it your experience and what it is and craft your narrative with your friends. Mm-hmm. I uh, uh, like like what you just said, Adam, about. Uh, having your start as a pirate, you're escaping from the brig. It'd be cool if even there was just some intro sequence that you played that set up that story, set up your pirate's life. Like, Mm -hmm. when I think of all the things that I would think would be really fun in Sea of Thieves, and honestly, this is going to sound lame, and you guys are going to think I'm just joking because it's me, but I keep thinking about Muppet Treasure Island as I'm playing Sea of Thieves, Mm -hmm. which is like the 90s Tim Curry Mm -hmm. Muppet movie. I'm thinking of Cutthroat Island. Gene Davis. My version. I'm thinking of Pirates 5. Who? Anyway, Muppet Treasure Island's a wonderful movie. Um... But uh, there, you know, 
any classic pirate trope you would think of. Maybe maybe there's some infamous dreaded sailor NPC that's in the on the Just, seas of. I mean, set up an antagonist that's more than skeletons. Like well, ghost ships and yeah. uh, the all this supposed stuff. to be the other players. Well, well, they keep alluding to the kraken, right? Yeah. Like. I'm never gonna find that kraken. You'll find the it. kraken. I, I mean, they they do allude to other players, but they've also said that the idea is the world and the way they put people in the world. It's mm-hmm. set up that you're only probably gonna run into other players. You're already laughing every at like Perry, 15 right? to yeah, 20 is. minutes or something. Sure. Right. Which doesn't like. It seems yeah. like that's not controlled. It's not right. like it's not like Fortnite or PUBG or any of the battle royales where they're like, as the game progresses. Mm-hmm. There will be a now you are face to face with greater challenges. The greatest challenge being the other players on another computer somewhere else. This is just kind of like ninety percent of me playing this game is spyglass. Oh, eight thousand miles away is a galleon. Mm-hmm. I'm going to turn slightly to the left, and they'll never catch me in a million years. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I, I just I want I want something. That, so to Destiny's credit, it encouraged uh, co-op which I liked. So when you have an open world, I feel like when you're in Sea of Thieves, the immediate reaction is kill those guys. When it's like, can, can we have a common enemy? Can can, the, can it be a situation you're where- a pirate. I, you're a pirate. But that's that's fine, but pirates can work together. So maybe yeah. there's like- Yeah. Maybe there's pirates like a- three taught us. Well, we <laughs> talked about this, like the colonial- Yeah, uh, like if, there, if there was British colonial, Navy. British Navy sort of thing that's constantly going around, and then you and the other pirates go, you like, you, you switch flags and go, we're we're teaming up for this yeah. one. You take it on, but then you look at each other and go, "Well, shit!" Like I think the division does that, where mm. it's like, "Let's work together," but then it's like, "Well, I can kill you and take all the loot." Yeah, like the now, loot pickup is a really cool. Now thing. it's like I don't I I hope to God at rare they're at least having these talks. I feel oh, like they, they are be. because there's they already be, stuff yeah. in the game that seems to indicate that that's where they want it to go. I hope it there's does. there's lanterns all over the boats, and they serve no purpose whatsoever. Unless you think of it as, oh, light this lantern, flash this lantern to signal another ship. Like this is a mm-hmm. nonverbal piece of communication that would work from 1,000 oh. miles away where I'm gonna flash my light. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna flash my light. We are aligned. Or you're just turning like, out your lantern. Maybe you can so like you betray them. Suck them in. If you, if you put up like the, the flag of cooperation, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. it's like passive mode in GTA or something where yeah. you just and say you, like, just chill them, bro. I don't want to fight. Well, and they go, you got it. Cool. Yeah. And you choose whether to have honor among thieves or not. Look at how happy not. that pirate there's, is. There's also this stuff is a great in, like, scene. In, the emotions, in the emotions wheel <laughs> that's like make friends. <laughs> sure. Like there's junk stuff like dance, wave, blah, blah, blah. But then right. there's stuff like make friends. And I'm like, how does that? That only feels like that would come into play if you pulled up alongside another ship mm-hmm. and you made that gesture and you're like, okay, now I know. Sure. But what it should be is it should cue some sort of UI thing in the game that allows them to choose whether or not they want to accept that friendship, mm-hmm. like Civ, you know? Mm-hmm. When you go to <laughs> yeah. another civilization, you're like, J- let's declare our friendship. Okay, for this amount of time, we have to be friends and then after that, we can betray each other however we want. But So, Kadane says, there is a signal, well, a communal signal in the game. If you point your cannon straight up, it indicates that you are trying to avoid conflict, mm-hmm. which okay. makes sense. I uh, guess. And then they also, Chad is also suggesting that the common enemy is the skull fort that you have to try to defeat. That, but, yeah. I mean, are the, are the skeletons on boats coming after you at any point? No. Well, I think, don't, don't you think that would get really annoying, though? If you're just trying to sail around and there's all these NPCs that just keep jumping on you, that's just like an MMO trope. I mean, I think that they can control it, yeah. just like they kind of control the way you enter. When your mm. ship sinks because some, it's it, like, you know, we always complain in GTA that someone kills you 
and then it spawns you five feet away from that person and they kill right. you again. You're like, what the fuck? Why wouldn't you put me somewhere else if you know that this asshole's here? Mm. See if these is actually pretty good about like, oh, someone came up, they sunk my ship. So my ship is gonna respawn on an island that is far enough away that I would be able to get to my ship, mm-hmm. get on the ship, sail away before they could come and get me again, you know? So there is a certain aspect of that, but it's, I don't know. It's My thing is if they continue to flesh out this game, because I think it's a good engine. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great sailing engine and it's a fun social engine and I think the game looks pretty. Sure. Um, if they flesh it out, but then they charge people more money for it, then they're fools. <laughs> sure. my timbers, yeah. Well, my it's, a, it's a fantastic foundation yeah. to which they can build upon. But it, like I said, I'm okay coming back in a year and going like, thanks for the demo. Mm-hmm. I look forward to what you have later. And then you go straight to the brig for your mutiny, your mutinous action. Remember I put Adam in the brig? Spoiler. <laughs> you can look forward every week, though, to fresh meals from Blue Apron, who is sponsoring this podcast... Uh, Blue Apron offers 12 meals every week. Oh, I should rewind a bit. So uh, Blue Apron is a recurring sponsor of this podcast, but let me let me recap real quick what they're all about. It is a, uh, it's a, oh my gosh. Sorry, there's a little this Muppet. This is a great number. Muppet crab. Shiver my timbers, shiver my time. So uh, <laughs> every, every week Blue Apron will ship you a, uh, a series of recipes, but they send you all the ingredients in pre-packaged, pre, uh, pre-portioned, a little containers and stuff. All the containers are recyclable. The shipping containers are recyclable. So it's pretty great. Uh, it's a pretty uh, sustainable way to get and eat food. Food waste is kind of a problem. So this way you get a portion size. You don't waste any food provided you cook it in time and it doesn't go bad. But that's on you. Um, and then you you reduce your, uh, your waste and that's always good for the planet. But uh, they also offer 12 recipes every week and you can pick and choose the ones you want. Uh, they offer vegetarian options and, and uh, you can also rule out particular protein sources if you don't like lamb or if you don't like seafood or if you're allergic, you can just chop those out entirely. But uh, every week I've kind of gotten the habit of reviewing all the recipes because I'm trying to pick the lighter ones, the leaner ones. I had a uh, like a shrimp and pasta dish last night, only 450 calories. That's right. Not bad. And since Blue Apron sponsors this podcast so regularly, it's time for another another edition of Cooking with Lawrence where... Now that I've been cooking for like a year, I'm very slowly gaining ver- the most basic knowledge in food prep. Uh, this week's lesson is to get more than one cutting board. Uh, this is something that multiple people have told me before, and I'm finally catching up to the, their wisdom. Um, now I have a cutting board for vegetables and non-meat, basically, and then a meat board. So on the meat board, I can just use that to prep uh, and season meat, and then I don't have to worry about any cross-contamination. And it makes cleanup a lot easier, too. I used to use a plate but sometimes it wasn't like it. It wasn't big enough to to handle particular things or to like chopping on a plate. No, no, no. This oh. was for meat prep. Oh, gotcha. So then I would just wash the plate and then I would be done with it. But this way, uh, everything is nice and separate. I don't have to worry about like blood or or uh, uncooked contaminants getting in other ingredients. So multiple cutting boards. That's my top tip to you. And you can get packs that are color coded and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So. Uh, if I've talked you into it, Blue Apron is, is uh, offering all of our listeners $30 off your first order. If you go to blueapron.com slash soup. So that's uh, it's actually a pretty great click-through URL. Very fitting. Uh, but yeah, that's food every week in a nice ice-packed container. You just put it in your fridge, cook it at your leisure. It comes with cards and instructions. Once more, that's blueapron.com slash soup for $30 off your first order. Thank you, Blue Apron. Thank you, guys. No, I'm making it tonight. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah. I'm a little bit behind after moving. They stocked up a bit, but no. they keep in the fridge for a while. You can also put them on pause whenever you want, so yeah, that helps. 
Yeah, I, I skipped a week and even still. Yeah. So what, uh, I guess real quick, I got a lot of other cool stuff to, to talk about briefly, but what you guys talked about, like you're going to check in on Sea of Thieves later. What would you like to see? I, I know you were already talking about some some like party mechanics or, or uh, pass, passivity mechanics, but uh, is there are there any other features you'd like to see added into the game? I'd, I'd like to see just events you can encounter. So whether it's like a ghost ship, whether it's like just, just being prevalent and and having more uh, like interactivity and impact. So whether it's a a f- infamous pirate like villain that's traveling the seas and maybe you'll encounter him and have to face off or a ghost ship or the Kraken or even like a mermaid cove that you can find and then like they, you know. It, Would you under- like, a, like a raid type thing maybe? So, uh, yeah, something, something like that even. Just, just, just more of those events. I think it'd be cool to find ways because right now it's basically one person steers the boat and then everyone else like one person maybe watches the map and then the other two kind of just move the sails provide to get the music maximum well. win and play and yeah and then just waste time yeah. <laughs> screwing around playing the accordion mm. i think that there would be fun ways to make it so that way certain missions require both land and sea mm-hmm. so you send a team onto an island to do something while also another team has to like there's oh there's a blockade we can't get past it then the boat has to get to a position where it can fire a cannonball which removes the blockade and then the on land team can proceed or something like that i think i think ways to utilize the fact that you have a group yeah, solving puzzles or if it's in a like group way. Two of you have to to stay on the ship and stave off some force while the other two go on the island and get exactly whatever. like something like that would be fun because right now Which it's literally just now. a group of four and then everyone as soon as you get close drop anchor and then everyone gets on the edge of the ship charges their sword and then launches off to see who can get the treasure first <laughs> and like there's really not any sort of cooperation to it. Yeah, I'd like to see some sort of hub world or anything, something that like expands yeah. on. Well, I mean, we keep comparing to Destiny, but that's like. The only thing I think of, I always say, like Destiny, but better. Um, <laughs> just since it's such a whimsical sort of game, it has such a, like a, a beautiful thing about it. Like just, I mean, we're, we're here just watching the trailer for Cutthroat Island. I'm getting all sorts of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> but I, just I mean, remake just, Cutthroat Island and see if thieves. It would just be like I don't know, like you, I don't know if there would be like a mini game where you could play a guitar or like um, a violin or something like that, and you're just like you're doing like a DDR type thing, but you're like you're playing for a group of people or like, you know, you're like you're singing at a bar, but it's like you see like 30 or 40 players in a room and you're like, they're playing darts or whatever. Just something to feel like, there we go. That's what I like wanted. A, a pirate town. Just something. Like, yeah. like there's some like pirate town where you, it's, it's a, it's a, uh, like, um, truce zone. So that way you yeah. like, it's just all the pirates come here to, to, mm-hmm. to like drink and yeah, wench. Yeah. And, but you can have like a, a dueling square. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, you can if you want to, you have a dispute, you can do it, and everyone can watch, and just something to make it feel like a world, well, as opposed to it looks like right now it feels like a post-apocalyptic, like empty, just water world. Elise and I have been playing a way out together, yeah. and it's great because that game is filled with it, whether or not it's appropriate or not. Like, <laughs> yeah. like there's a thing where it's like, I gotta find my kid, and then and she was like, okay, and we were trying to find my kid, and then I was like. Hey, are those guys playing baseball? <laughs> and then she just kept going, and then I just was hitting home runs <laughs> like with a stranger in the alley. He hasn't seen his kid in yeah. a year, and I gotta. And I go, and, and then it's like, but like the characters, like he's like, boom, another one, and she's like, your kid's over here, and I'm like, here we go, boom. We are we are cracking ourselves up playing that game. He's though. like, my wife's We're... pregnant. 
I gotta, I gotta help her. And then like, I'm in a wheelchair balancing myself and it's a mini game that you're playing for a high score yeah. and stuff. It's like, it was made for you guys. It should, it should have, it's, but it's I mean, really I think fun. you're right. Sea of Thieves should have shit like yeah. that in it. Like it has a bar yeah. and it has drinking, but as far as I can tell, that doesn't just really barf on your friends matter. I, I, yeah. could, I could just see it like everyone running to the bulletin board and being like, who, you know, oh, there's, you know, Scurvy Jones is uh, <laughs> off on an island. Who wants to go hunt him? And they're like, mm -hmm. but to find him, we must solve this riddle. And like, it, it be, it's not a raid, but it's like a quest or something. Yeah. And then like, you team up with people and you're like, you know, you do the thing where you throw your sword on the board and then like mm -hmm. everyone does it. And like, you can meet new people and you play and you do it. Like, as opposed to this feeling of just me, me, me. Yeah. Well, uh -huh. like, cause even when you start the game, you start, always start in the pub. Yeah. And on the doorway to the pub is the pirate code, which like has all these rules for like what it is to be a pirate. Mm. And like, that's a perfect opportunity to what you're saying, do a no combat zone. Everyone on the map always knows where the no combat zone is. And you go there and it's a pirate town that feels alive mm. and you meet people that are like, maybe this is the same person who stole your treasure or like shot you with a cannon earlier, but then he's also there. So then you challenge him to darts. Mm -hmm. or a drinking contest yeah. or something like that well, and then you guys agree to go out as two ships to go do it stuff. It feels like the like pirate village in Hook or yeah. like the cro the crocodile clock yeah. is an old yeah. pirate just having fun. It's always brawling and fighting yeah. and singing. It, it, um, yeah. Like the death ship that, that has that like that whole um, Davy Jones' locker vibe to it. Mm -hmm. If there was an actual like area that you could go to like mm -hmm. if they if there was like a mermaid's cove if yeah. there mm -hmm. was this like Underwater locker, Davy Jones's locker that you could mm -hmm. go to and do kind of oh. macabre stuff. Well, part cool. of me too, I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, well, maybe it's limited because of the engine. Like, and then it says right there, it's fucking Unreal 4, which if they wanted to, they're PUBG and uh, what's the other one, Fortnite, they have 100 man servers. So it's like, you could potentially, with that engine, it could support 100 people. It, it in one instance. It just needs more intended game direction, I think. Hmm. A game direction? I mean, it ha Ooh. it's now it's just, it's so open, but mm. I think sometimes that's giving a little too much credit to the players to t like well, I mean, if you give them a ton of tools, then sure. If you give them a like a Gmod type thing, they can do sure. anything with it. Sure, but sure. this is not necessarily that. It's still kind of like Maybe a bear skull and crossbones pirate game. Maybe we're just not imaginative enough to make our own fun. Maybe not. I, I mean, again, to be clear, I'm having a great time. Oh yeah, I, I know basically, you are, yeah. I, like Bruce and I message each other every single night and go, "Want to go get treasure?" And we do. And then when do you guys play? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then when we get back from. And the then game after club, you found each other's <laughs> treasure. Yeah, after we get back from uh, the. Eat my the, ass. Yeah, because <laughs> the gay club you go to is called Want to Get Treasure. Yeah, yeah, the treasure trove. Yeah, yeah. It's Treasure Island. Fire uh, in the hole. Skull and crossbones. On on the flip side, the too, cannon ball. It's it's worth noting. We get it. Games are hard to make. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. It's they. This mm -hmm. game probably went through sixteen iterations. Swab the deck. Sorry, yeah, I'm still thinking. Patrick. And, oh. oh, I was gonna say they they work for a. Uh, it's coming. A bigger master to Microsoft. So Patrick D13 oh. says there is a dead tavern shown in a trailer, but I don't think it's been found yet. Hmm. Hmm. I don't remember that. Well, but. it has the ghost ship and stuff. Sure. It has the ghost ship, which is cool. But it's literally just this waiting area for you to go back into the game, and I'm like, yeah. you should be able to do something there. Yeah, convince I, the pirates to be on your side, like Aragon. But the the real, Aragorn. <laughs> the real story here probably is Pick Rare has been up. dragging their feet, whether that's intentional or not, trying to just get this thing done. And someone from Microsoft said, like, you need to release something. Maybe we, this is know. the third iteration of the Xbox that has come out. We're coming up on the next. It, you know, the whole new 
whatever the next one's going to be post one X, like the, you know, Xbox 720 or whatever it's going to be. The Xbox triple X. I'm guessing it's just going to be called the Xbox. That I've said that for the last the three. X, like capital T. Oh, no, they're just going to call it Xbox. Oh, because no one's going to be like, wait, you mean like Xbox oh from 2001? No, I don't know. That branding is, is a little I guess Xbox one is already Xbox wait, one. X1. The first console was called Xbox. That's what I'm it? saying. Yeah, oh. they just call it Xbox. Just do it again. Yeah, I'm yeah. saying just moving forward. It would just be called Xbox. But either you way, you said that for a while now. I know they, they need to do that. It's just PlayStation keeps adding numbers and you keep. Yeah. No, less. Take the take the letters out. X. It's just X. Just call it. Just call it Xbox. That's it. That's it. Just call it Xbox. And well, then you have different models, whatever. But nah. yeah, it's a fascinating start. Um, but so uh, speaking of speaking of dead dead games, uh, there was this article on Whalebone Mag that just listed a bunch of old Atari commercials. I picked out some of the good ones. Right. I'm gonna play them, uh, and hopefully there will be a raucous and an enjoyable commentary. Uh, real I, quick, yeah. Someone, someone's. Uh, spoiled it for me, but yeah. explained in the comments, clarified that there's a spooky person in the tavern that's blocking a door mm-hmm. when you log into oh, Sea yeah. of Thieves, and they yeah. say, you'll never get here until your thing is of five. Oh, that Lord. actually means 50, Ugh. which is the max rank for all of those three different uh. mission statuses, and according to that commenter, whose name I didn't get to see, but thank you for commenting, it said that when you get that, then you can get into that, and the ghost tavern is in the other oh, side. Cool. But I don't know what's there. It could be nothing. Raise our yeah. spirits with these Atari commercials. Yeah. <laughs> There's some cool burrows at the beach, because nothing God, says... Like hard bodies. Nothing says Atari like the beach. Well, that's where they bury their copies of E.T. I'm so upset Desert, but, that you were born yeah. in this time period. No, that oh. I wasn't born, like, long enough ago that I could be wearing shirts that just cut off right here. Oh. Dude's can, getting I mean, away can. with shirts there. No, you, you can't. You can. You just gotta go to different beaches. And she's working on joystick. I got, yeah. I, I am amused by old advertisements because in comparison to how advertising is done today, like influencer <laughs> stuff, it is so blunt and, and it's like intent and it's messaging. Well, it's a 55-year-old well, ad executive who got his start in the 60s and he's like, Alright, what are we selling here? Like, it's, uh, it's an Atari. What? Yeah. Well, more so than that, what could they fucking show? They can't. They show yeah, the four games pixels like slamming yeah. into four other pixels, yeah. and they're like, "Now we have to make sure there's something. There's a lifestyle here." Sure, that's what Who I plays yeah. Atari. That's the thing. It's like they Atari had all this money, they didn't have any brand identity yet, oh. so they were. And I, I feel like this narrative will become more and more apparent the the, the deeper we get in. Well, I think games it's also the it was the day of jingles, man. My my uh, my thought was games got really easy to market around the time Final Fantasy VII came out. When oh, they said like, when they looked good, yeah, where they're like, we're just gonna have all these cool cutscenes that look like better than Toy Story, you know, or at least that's what you thought, <laughs> you know. And then you're, and they're like, Did you see that rocket taking off, and you're like, as a kid, like, holy shit, games look, look like this now? Like, but then you play and go, oh wait, no, I'm a block character for most of it. I mean, it, Final Fantasy is a fantastic looking game. For me, it was not. always that clip of of like. Oh, Cloud busting out of the Shinra headquarters with his motorcycle and landing on the highway. Yeah. yeah, that was always in the in the commercial, and that was that was a pearl clutching moment mm-hmm. right there. But yeah, I, I think that's when finally ad executives were like, finally, we don't have to do anything. We just need to put some sweet yeah. music to what's happening. Like, Horizon Zero Dawn probably markets itself. Like the new God of War, you don't have to do anything. Yeah, you show a little bit of gameplay, and yeah. people go like, "Yep, yeah, I want it." Well, I think so. The I think the interesting tale that that is beneath those moments is. Uh, demographic targeting so you can see that like between all of these commercials Atari they were marketing it to every age every person provided they were white even though there were some uh, 
there were some people of color on the beach, which is pretty shocking. And, and Lawrence is right. There was a history. Sorry, pardon me. There was no history. Yeah. So, I mean, now you can show Metroid Prime 4 logo and everyone loses their shit and you just showed a logo. <laughs> yeah, um, you're banging off nostalgia. But you have, you have, yeah, you have an install base in nostalgia and yeah. history. Like well, I've seen this one before. Yeah, this one's uh, yeah, a pretty classic one. What is the one? Uh, pole position? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this is like... The, the scattershot of approaches is fascinating to me because to me, yeah, there was a video game boom. They had more money than they knew what to do with, and since there were no precedents, mm -hmm. people tried everything. So here they're marketing this to like boring ass white families. They're like, no, it'll shake up your weekend. Uh, just play pole position <laughs> all day. Fuck yeah. up your car. That family's dead. <laughs> yeah, but there's like extreme music. There's a uh, the family's there's... dead. More games for me. <laughs> But this is when games cost like $150. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess we don't have too much to complain about. I mean, also... See, a Thieves doesn't have enough in it. I often forget about this. We... We didn't have... <laughs> Everything's exploding! <laughs> the kid's dad is dead. He exploded it into an Atari side in his uh, last dying <laughs> I, I forget about this. And, we, you know, it's the thing we always preach about, you know, buyer beware or, like, try, you know, read a review or something like... There's so much of that now where... Before it was sort of like, can I trust Nintendo Power? Are they going to be like truthful when they say they Donkey be, Kong is good? Yeah, are they going to be biased? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Power? You know, when when what was it? There's official Xbox magazine, and but like, you were kind of skeptical. Like, I don't know. There's enough, you know, angry Joes out there. Enough people like you know fighting for the man, or enough people that have a like a con uh, confirmation bias that you they have a track record of. Oh, this one like small YouTuber likes what I like. You can go to, like, I don't know, I'm sure there's like, you know, farcrymaster.org or whatever. Hey, Hold Jack up. Black. Okay, yeah. You, yeah. I thought this was crazy yeah. considering that he basically plays the adult or the like teen oh, girl perversion of Paul Harry. And, well, yeah. and Jumanji, though. Yeah. He basically dressed like that. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, man, shit wraps around. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah crazy. you're right. Like, there are impartial news outlets still that yeah. are reviewing games. And there's really but, partial. Ones. But then you, well, then you have like influencers too. Sure. Or like, I mean, I yeah. guess you have to disclose. Like, we, I mean, we said obviously we it, got. You got. Yeah, I mean, you got to wade through some of that stuff and you yeah. know be kind of you know smart about it or whatever. But as Lance Moore said, um, and Is that then really? no, I no. lied. So I she was on. Uh, you can't do that on television, though. Yeah, she I'll, got. I'll blow she got uh, slimed. Oh. So uh, this is the this is the uh, piece de resistance here. This is an ad for Joust, and it gets like it gets Cronenberg level weird. I don't want to like spoil anything. I wonder but. if they're gonna do the Joust stuff in Ready Player One. I'll find out tomorrow. <laughs> oh yeah, you got a, you're a, you're Hollywood elite. No, no, no. We paid for tickets. Oh okay. Yeah, we're just going early, and then we're gonna try to do the review this week. We have a little fun surprise. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That's yeah, we'll see. But I, so, I remember this. This was a. Yeah. That, that was a huge plot point in Ready Player One. Knights busting into this dude's living room. That was the first key, right? Yeah, beat Joust. He's got to beat oh, Joust. Yeah. And I was like, no one beat Joust. This dude in did. The, the, well, the millions of years that this or whatever the Oasis has been on or whatever. <laughs> Nobody cared about 80s as much as him, Adam. Okay. Christ, everything is an explosion. I know. It's like they just figured out how to do it. <laughs> that bird, that bird's gonna explode. What was the, the Uproxx, uh, what'd you say, the headline? Oh, yeah, <laughs> let me find amazing. it. <laughs> I like the cuts in between, because they're, they're, I, I just love the the idea that there was an ad executive meeting where they're like, we need to convey the action and thrills of Joust. These monster puppets. Yeah, and these horrible puppets are destroying this dude's living room. And they're like, okay, what does the game look like? Oh, this shit. is like a Terry Gilliam film. 
kind of. Oh my god. It's it's gonna get worse. It's still exploding. This is the longest commercial I've ever, <laughs> ever four seen. Four and a half minutes. Long. Also, it's, it's only like music. Full, it's like a Super Bowl. It's it's. <laughs> <laughs> There's constant spears going through windows. <laughs> this guy had 82 yeah. windows. <laughs> oh my god. Typical 80s household. Um, Nothing but windows. The other one too, the, the Wizards and Warriors one. It's, it's NES, I think. But there's like a, a Fabio. What the fuck? Yeah, so he just ate an egg for audio listeners. And now he's turning into the Birdman. He appears to now be morphing into an ostrich, but a cool ostrich with like rad shades. This commercial ended 30 seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> this is... So you want to buy Joust? Or what? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. That is probably the best ad I've ever seen. Yeah. Sure. This isn't this isn't the actual quote that I gave you earlier. It was pretty quote, uh, close, but it's uh, Vince Mancini's Uproxx review of Ready Player One. And it says, The film almost certainly succeeds far beyond the asinine-sounding book upon which it was based. This fan scene is so funny. Uh, Ready Player One came out in 2011 at the high watermark of the nerd as culture force phenomenon. At the time, G4 was still going strong, and Chris Hardwick had released a self-help book with a cover featuring Hardwick brandishing the word nerd written on his knuckles, promising (laughs) to teach you how to reach the next level in real life. (laughs) The 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 early 2000s? It's it's a cultural treasure trove because that kind of like that weird shit we just watched. It was sort of the wraparound of of, of a lot of people who knew nothing about nerd culture, realizing there was a lot of fucking money in nerd culture. Yeah, mm-hmm. there always was, oh, but dude. it just was never really. Any, every this always happens. We end up watching old Gphoria <laughs> reruns. I love that stuff, man. Uh, G, the first Gphoria is a spectacle hosted by Jamie Kennedy, star mm-hmm. of Son of the Mask. Yeah, it's uh, woof. It was always weird when there's just always like power to the gamer, gamers power, power. You've power. It's like you don't watch the Oscars and they're like power to the viewer. I don't know. Like, it, well, it was that persecution this, complex that was baked in. It was weird for some reason. Even though it was anyway. Drive uh, a jeep, buy a jeep, jeep. That's right. Hey, you know what's tired? Deep being a being a fucking downtrodden gamer. What's wired is putting on cool shades and going to the beach and playing your Atari. Whoa. Cha. Are you allowed to do that? This podcast is sponsored by Movement, who uh, sells sunglasses. That's what they would like you to know. They also would like you to know that these aren't plastic. They're acetate, baby. You can get them polarized, and they start at $70, which is not bad for designer happening shades. A lot of styles to choose from. You got your classic trendy round aviator mirrored polarized. For him and her, you can find the perfect pair. Uh, I, I recommend checking it out. I, uh, I asked for another... They're lucky enough, uh, hashtag ad, to give us free shades. That's how I got these. May I see those? But they have another. Yeah, Adam, you look better in sunglasses they, than no, I I'm do. I'm just saying they look nice. Uh, let me let me see if I can yank yeah, up yeah, the ones I'll that keep, I like. I will keep these. Um, <laughs> these are mine now. They, oh, they've I made appearances in other videos. They look with my prescription, though. They're a little right. they're a little smudgy. I think I touched them, but that's fine. Uh, let's see here. Ooh, 2018 style. So yeah, the uh, the point is like if you've looked at their sunglasses before, they have updated it. 2018 line. All new stuff. Uh, let's see here. Well, I was going with a stranger. Yeah. As for Whoa. these these bad boys, I want to look like the lead singer Chromio. That's my goal. That's cool. Slide in on your underwear. In your underwear, not what? on. Slide in on my underwear. Da, na, 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 na. You can't. It's a different sponsor. I think he biffed it again. Anyway, you can get 15% off uh, with our promotional code with cool, free actually. shipping and free returns in case they don't fit or you don't like how they look on you. Just go to movement.com slash dudesoup. One bit, one brief note, uh, movement is spelled MVMT. So MVMT.com slash soup for 15% off your order with free shipping and free returns. Satisfaction guaranteed. Movement.com slash soup. Thank you, Movement, for the sponsorship. 
Now, I saw one someone there. I saw their ad at the gym. Ooh. Someone farted in it. I think it may very well be Benson. Right? Was not, right? It wasn't me. That was in the it, middle of the ad read, too. Was that was not, a bomb. Yeah. Oof, I, at least thought I farted right last here. night, but I didn't. Um, it was, yeah, it's pretty rough. All right, guys. So, rough? <laughs> okay. You're a full of them today. <laughs> <laughs> How's that spine, kiddo? <laughs> uh, shake it back. This place. week is every week. We got another breaking headline about Cyberpunk 2077. Ooh. <laughs> Said <laughs> no one. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, no, the uh, Cyberwatch uh, checking in. Booyah! So uh, <laughs> that's about right. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, <laughs> that's the least. <laughs> what? A least exciting head headline I've ever. Re it's like it's like a maybe. Is it, is, the headline is just saying maybe. Mm -hmm. It's every week. There's breaking headlines. Okay, there's a lot going on. Okay. CD Projekt did their financial 2017 fiscal results web, web conference. Okay. And it was just bursting at the seams with headlines, <laughs> raw news about cyberpunk. It's around the corner, ladies and gentlemen. Immense story-driven RPG. No DLC, except maybe in the multiplayer. So there you go. Okay. B boom. Lock it, file it away, put it in the safe. We can bank on that. CD Projekt Red got her back yet again. I know Adam's a huge fan of... <laughs> Of CD Projekt's PR. Uh, I mean, hey. hey Power to the gamers, am I right? Yeah, hey. No, uh, what else do you want to hear? No DRM. Ooh, when was the you. Cyberpunk, <laughs> when did the Cyberpunk trailer come out? 20, oh, 2011. Oh, dear. 20, wait, hold on. 20, 2011 or 2012? It, it, was, it was 13, I thought. Yeah. No. Really? Are you sure? I think, I think it was 2012 or 2013. When did Mission Amapola trailer? Ago. Yeah. Five years ago. 2013. Yeah. January, though. was when? 2015. So using the uh, first trailer to final release ratio, mm -hmm. Cyberpunk is going to have ships of at least seven. Oh, <laughs> uh, look at it. Look, look. I look. She gets shot and the bullet flies off. They She's can take as long as they sexy want. Sexy blade bot. We, we were just talking uh, in the car. Problematic uh, imagery. James, myself, and John Smith, who's now going to the gym with us. Good for John. Squatted for today. He did squat. He's going to be so sore tomorrow. I can't wait. Yeah. Uh, but we were talking about uh, Witcher three and just how you it's it just the you've played a little bit of it right Lawrence yeah yeah, yeah you were getting to it like the the one example I, I kept using was the um the stagecoach that's like you just kind of come upon like help me my stagecoach uh, went off the road and you're like got it don't worry you go there and you kill some evil guys and then there's a there's a guy there he's like no that guy stole my stagecoach and you're like what and then like next thing you know you're in a court case for the next nine months yeah. and it's like. Like what is this game? Every like, quest kind of blows up past what you thought it was. Which yeah, is the cool. the what do you call it? The the spider legs or whatever. The the branching paths just it, it's insanity. So like, I just I'm not really into the medieval like the super realistic uh, medieval stuff. But cyberpunk, fuck yeah, cyberpunk, yeah. it's coming. I'm I'm excited. I'm just once again nothing but headlines I every week. I, just give me the game. Stop it. Give me One the game. headline that was a maybe. Every it was a big maybe headline. We'll see it at E3. Hey, a big Spoiler. maybe is still bigger than any other maybe ever. That's true. Maybe 2077, next game when it comes out. I made that joke every time. Sorry. That's all right. Get it? Because it keeps taking. We're getting close to 20. Shake my chair. <laughs> <laughs> Lost his luster. Uh, James is gone. He's gone. I walked away from Adam because he offended me with this joke. How did you? How did he offend you? Because he said it too much. It's bad. 
<laughs> well, when you're right, you're right. All right, it's time it's to good, harden that. I made a I made a bumper for this. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Is that you? Film? Is that video no? Blocks, that's stock. Video blocks. Yeah. Video blocks. Yeah. Really <laughs> you can make some real magic. Some layer styles. <laughs> yes, the light and the light and blending method is the best. All right. If uh, I feel sad. So at least I'm glad you're here because I'm I'm putting trying to put up a fight here. So the, so this one again last week? Yep, wow. sure did. Good for it. No one can defeat the Floppatron. <laughs> it only gets stronger every week. <laughs> yeah. You dead. Oh, nice. Wait for it. Is this what I think? Oh, I can tell. Yeah. It's the uh, it's the Limp Biscuit version. All right. Henry Cavill starts to walk out. No, but she said, because hate is all the world has ever seen lately. It's nothing. Nothing says the year 2000 more than Mission Impossible 2. How dare you? Uh, yes, what? thank you. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Show <laughs> us its challenger. <laughs> All right, I will. Uh, you shall fall to please. the mighty Floppatron. <laughs> the mighty Floppatron. The challenger Crush is Heather, Bo Heather Boyd Comics. Next! Uh, oh, at least I, th <laughs> I think you'll like this. This is a... Uh, this is a very kindly lady who makes uh, four up comics for Instagram. She looks weak we and not know. metal. We don't know if she's kindly. She's very kindly. She How makes, much can she print? She makes good. She makes good jokes. Okay. Okay. So she does little little comics. Yeah, so, little Instagram comics. So, okay. What's the what's the rub here? Claudia, so we should maybe they, we should read a panel to the, to like the audio or speakers or audio, audio listeners. She's sure. Conspiracy theorists. So first panel is a picture of Claudia. And she's saying, I set the alarm to go downtown this morning. And the next is of daylight savings time and a clock. And it says, Mark hadn't changed the time on the bedroom clock. So I got up an hour early. Bottom left corner is a picture of a car in a driveway. A Fiat or something. I was wondering why it was so dark outside. Final panel. Claudia again. I was mad at Mark until I realized the clock had been like that for a week. And I didn't even notice. Who's Mark? And can we all identify with that? Perhaps a lover. Who's she talking to? Us. <laughs> She's telling a story. Okay. Uh, she can just do life. thought bubbles. Heather, Heather said, lol, the day I went downtown on a quest for bubble tea, I was in Ottawa the daylight savings weekend, and Mark changed all the clocks except the alarm clock. As entrepreneurs, we don't usually need it. Hashtag daylight savings. Hashtag alarm clock. Hashtag wake there. up. Mm -hmm. Hashtag early bird. Hashtag comics. Hashtag storytelling. Hashtag entrepreneur. Hashtag <sighs> the struggle is real. So as homeowners. Ooh. So I'm starting to warm to Claudia. I figured. Mm -hmm. Oh, hashtag because dog struggles. I learned she's Canadian and she's an entrepreneur like myself. So oh, I can relate. She's Comics generally don't have the bubbles on a different panel that just point vaguely to someone's <laughs> hand when they're talking. There's not a lot of room. She's got plenty of room right there in front of her mouth um, with the bubbles over there. Remind me on the post show to tell you a really sad story <laughs> uh -oh. this weekend. Uh -oh. So I think it's vaguely related to this. Vaguely. Uh, it... It, it was sad. It was a really sad story I got this weekend. Damn it. Yeah. Everybody's going to want to know now. I know. Uh, I'm teasing the post show. Oh, yeah. will the dog want the potato or the stick? I mean, she's she's sweet. She's got a sweetheart. Yeah, she does. She has. She even does emoji. Oh, look at, at that. An emoji. An emoji. Wait, Sorry. What are those called? Put yeah. the fucking thing down Bitmoji. to the bottom. Bitmoji. Thank you. Yeah. Does it smell like a urinal? It smells like sunscreen. It's a sin like coconuts. How it do you say like, that, Elise? It smells like coconuts. Uh... Ça sent, oh. <laughs> ça sent le coconut. Ah, okay. Mm. 
guess I, you could only do this online, right? I wanted to support a fellow entrepreneur. It takes me five years to to use up the tube. It only costs nine dollars a year. We'll brag about being an entrepreneur. We get it. You and own she, your own business. Well, also she's spending an exorbitant amount of money on hand cream. She was supporting a fellow entrepreneur. Oh, but look, she's emoji. rags to riches story. Hashtag. Why I know what urinal, urinal, urinal pucks smell like, maybe from my years working in housekeeping. In Far Cry 5, and give your character a mullet. Oh, she even got impact font here. Here we go. She's running the gamut. She got a lot of likes. Uh-huh. 52 likes. How Out of how many? Out of oh. 7 billion people on this planet. That's that, a pretty good percentage. Is that Mark? Is that her lover, Mark? That's her lover. Who's the... No, inspired by her dad. Oh, oh that's her oh, dad. Yeah, that's, that's her mom and dad. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Oh, that's her mom and dad. Okay. Hashtag yeah. vegan. She's doing it. That's an okay one. Hashtag percentage. They're all okay. <laughs> so Mark was fighting with the mouse. Yo, the like, mouse. <laughs> oh, they share. Okay. okay. No, yeah. That's a joke. Two different mice. It's a mouse. Yeah. Not the computer mouse. The other, uh, like a house mouse. Well, when you're an entrepreneur, you might get your mice confused. An <laughs> entrepreneur. It's a lot of talks to have. Je suis un entrepreneur. That's this. All right, muzzy. <laughs> Muzi, uh, you know Muzi? I know Muzi. Je suis la grande fille. Je suis la jeune fille. Je suis la jeune fille. See, this yeah. this hard netting contestant sans? is bringing us all together. Yeah, I, f- I vote for Tron. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! I thought this was going to be a hard hitter. Mm. Hang on, oh, one more. Man. Give me one more. All right. Uh, she's she's fishing oh, up a fish there. there. That's good. Okay. Wait, hockey. To your yeah, if you close that, there you go to your right. Uh, She's saying oh, we like fried fish and yoga class. That's disgusting. When did You're they disgusting. get? Oh, it's lacrosse. Pardon me. When did they get that goal? When we were taking the selfie. Oh, that guy's determined. I wouldn't steal his parking spot. Are those related? Well, okay. It's like it's like okay, it's that her guy. It's niece's fiance's lacrosse game. That guy is a dynamo on the lacrosse um, rink yeah. court. So. Would you want to stare a parking spot down against him? No, absolutely not. The hard net bus has come to a stop. I think she (laughs) sees the world. Please Uh, collect all your belongings. When do we vote for Flopatron? Look at that dog wearing a heart glass. Fine. All right. All right, James, who are you voting for? Flopatron. Damn it. Elise? Flopatron. Oh, what? Man, I thought this was a... She's sweet, but... I thought this was a fucking slam dunk for Elise. She is sweet. Adam? I voted for yeah. 10 minutes oh, ago. Oh, okay. Just yeah. making sure it's on the record. <laughs> All right. Well, there we go. Yep. Sorry, Heather Boyd. Next time. I don't want to close the tab, but I have to. Yep. Close yeah. it. Bye, Heather. Bye. Oh, God, it stung. It hurt. It hurt inside. All right, Flopatron. Really I'm just, and I I'm, like that she chronicled her life for her family and friends that way. My Well, look, going back to the core of what hard netting is, her stuff was 10 times funnier than Marmaduke. Yeah. And Family Circus combined. Yeah. So... I'm saying she should get a job in the paper, actually. I think that would actually oh, probably suit her. Indication? Yeah, I think, like, that. Her sort, <laughs> those sort of comics probably speak to a much older generation and be like, they would actually get a huge kick well, out of that. It, she doesn't need the internet for In it. all seriousness, that's a really sweet way to keep track of your your life and your, um, you know, trials and tribulations, so that way your family and friends can follow along with your story. Mm-hmm. Uh, Flopatron, if you will play Heather off, please. All right, that'll do it for uh, this episode of Dude Soup. Yeah, thanks for for listening, everybody. Listening, watching, however you chose to join us this week, I'm glad you did. Uh, If you enjoyed this episode, I'd appreciate it if you'd share it with a friend, but hey, just you spending your time here is enough for me. Uh, But seriously, though, share it with a friend. Uh, Or leave us a rating, leave a comment, or just don't do any of that. Move on with your day. That's cool, too. 
A lot of options. Yeah. Sorry to sorry to hit bombard you with the end like this. Oh, that reminds me. We got some we got some shit to plug. Plugs. Plugs. All right. Hair um plugs. so uh we got the spring break coming up this Friday. If you're watching this live, you have the you're RT first already, so you're you're set. But if you're watching this on YouTube or maybe listening to an audio feed, consider getting an RT first subscription. Everything will be streamed live. Uh our next drunk gameplay will be there. I am praying that uh this gentleman and I think Cyprus has emailed me the shit I need in time. Mm-mm. Come on, Fobjet, or whatever your name was. I don't remember. Um, He's busting my balls! I, I asked for expedited shipping, and he fucking cold-cocked me. Dick. Anyway. Uh, It'll ma- happen. Either way, we're going to get drunk and make content. Basically, yes. So, yeah, you're going to want to watch that. Two hours long, too. Um, and hopefully I'll have a nice little suit to wear. That's okay. I'm pacing it out. Like I do every time. It's always a healthy amount. <laughs> I can't even say it. Anyway, uh, we got a, got a trailer for you guys. Uh, hold on. Let, oh, yeah. No, I've learned my lesson. Let me turn off everything else that will fire as soon as we come back. <laughs> so, okay. Hey, uh, it's Loopy Loopy. Look who's back, baby. That's right. 2018, the year of the loop. Okay, check out Spring Break. It's going to be awesome. We're going to get crunk. We're going to have a rum ham. It's going to gonna be homeless dudes blowing each other under a pier. It's going to be everything you ever wanted out of spring break and cornrows. I guess so, yeah. I thought it was supposed to be like a, a beach Bahama hat. Who knows? And we're back in five, yeah. four, <laughs> There's three. no countdown. Two. Uh, okay. You do. <laughs> On to the next thing. Um, we have announced a new live engagement. Funhouse Live, coming at you on a date that I didn't write down. April 26th. April 26th. April 26th. Thursday. The Regent Theater. The Regent mm-hmm. Theater, yeah, we're playing the Regent again. The Tiberius Method will return for <laughs> one night only again. Again. <laughs> but what, uh, what is the Tiberius Method? Uh, mm. But before we did the show, we didn't have a whole lot to show about it or because we hadn't made it yet. But now we have, and we have a couple things to show. So here's a bit of a teaser for you guys. Uh, hope you enjoy. Welcome. Welcome. Tonight, Tonight, we will embark embark upon a journey journey of personal personal awakening. A journey journey to the the true true self. self. You are are here here because you seek an understanding of the universe and your place in it. it. Stop Stop and search search no further further than the the Tiberius Method. Seventy-three years ago, Corner Mandingo, father of the Tiberius Method, introduced the five life agreements that are essential to freeing oneself from pain and hardship. Now, our esteemed life coaches and dreamweavers will teach you the five agreements and deliver you on the path to fulfillment and self-improvement, parking not validated. <laughs> um, no, no, I was just, I'll do, I'll do it again. I, I was laughing at it because it's funny. Hey. Yeah, the chat was dead on about that. That is the that is the premiere night for Infinity War. Good luck, MCU, yeah. competing with us. We'll so see that's you. Cool. Uh, hey. So hey, please do both. <laughs> um, but yeah. So hey, uh, go buy tickets. Um, that is that is a small sample of the hilarity that will ensue. There's a lot of audience interaction. We will teach you how to be the perfect human, mm-hmm. uh, and it it gets pretty wild. We do some cool stuff on stage. I'm pretty proud of it. So yeah. you should go check it out. And then the button that I accidentally hit before, Funhouse Theater Mode is rolling. I uh, saw this trailer last week. Watch it again, I guess. Uh, but it's funny. So Salesman. Yeah, right? Captain, my captain. <laughs> <laughs> Yet another another cost-benefit of uh, 
having RT first. Enjoy. Yeah, Make it for a- you. <laughs> Something. I think that he's at a bar. <laughs> I would assume that it says moved. bar. It's back a ramp. Down to the ramp. <laughs> what does this say? Mother, I'll be at the dab. dab. Don't bother me. I know. <laughs> Just heading down for my old shift at the dab. <laughs> I think I went inside. <laughs> I think he did too. <laughs> I don't think it's even that dark in real life. Who's that? Is that a ghost? <laughs> this is like what like ghost hunters watch. Yeah. I'm getting a very paranormal vibe from this. Really cool. Welcome to Dab, the coolest place in Dab. We have lights. <laughs> Welcome to Dab, Ohio. Dab's been open for 20 years. I just want to make sure we have a bunch of lights for the bar scene. Do we? Yeah. No. Great. Absolutely not. <laughs> Bars are dark. It'll work. I'd like to order a. Uh, Dab? Yeah. <laughs> what do you serve here? We got dab, dab light. Dab Gluten dry, free dab, 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 yeah. We got new double dab. <laughs> yeah. Somebody was back in five. <laughs> yeah, so there's a new episode of Theater Mode every Friday on Rooster Teeth first, and that's at uh, 12 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. 3 p.m. Eastern, wherever you want to watch it, you watch it. I ain't gonna stop you. Uh. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Somebody in chat was uh, asking where to buy the tickets for Funhouse Live. Um, if you're watching this in a video, we'll have a link in the description. Please check that out. But if you're watching it live, uh, just go to ticketfly.com and search Funhouse. It should pop up. Uh, and somebody else was asking, why aren't we doing it on a weekend? Because one, it's more expensive. Two, uh, venues are booked up for months and months and months on the weekend. So Thursday was the first day we had. It was a, a good rate, probably because everybody's going to watching I don't Avengers. know that the rate was that different. I think it was just more that we wouldn't have been able to do another one for ever. Basically, yeah, just, the booking <laughs> because is the so... venues in Los Angeles tend to book up pretty quick. Yeah, we're competing with bands that tour and they book that stuff months and months and months in advance. So uh, yeah, we, we wanted to get another show out there. Uh, it'll probably be a little tweaked, a little, little little different if you saw the first one, so make sure to check it out. And I think that'll wrap it up for today's uh, Dude Soup. So again, thank you for watching or listening or maybe being in the room while someone else had it playing. That's fine too. Uh, appreciate it, and we'll catch you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. And Bye. if you're watching live, push will coming right up. So I'll see you then.